News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The regulations in the defective concrete block scheme should be up and running in the next number of weeks. So said the Finance Minister Michael McGrath yesterday. The new 10% levy on concrete blocks was brought in as part of the MICA redress scheme. It's expected to raise €80 million Euros annually. Tom Parland, Director General at construction uh, in, at the Construction Industry Federation. The impact of this levy on the industry, Tom? Well, Shane, the, the levy was modified after the budget last year, was reduced to 5%, and the government decided to uh, exclude uh, precast material. So I assume it's the 5% levy that they're talking about now. I did note that the minister said he was bringing in the regulations. Uh, we didn't actually refer to the levy because there's obviously a lot of pressure to get the MICA uh, uh, redress scheme off the ground. But certainly it would appear to be ridiculous to me at this stage if the government were to introduce the 5% levy because only in the last number of weeks uh, they took some positive steps to reduce the cost of housing to make house uh, buying more viable for first-time buyers by uh, waiving the water connection uh, charges of over 5,000 and uh, deferring the... um, the local authority development levies, which would be maybe in the region of ten to fifteen thousand, so to to introduce a, a levy now on top of uh, the reductions wouldn't make any sense. And furthermore, Irish cement has continued to go up in price; it's gone up by thirty five percent over the last sort of. Uh, 12 to 15 months and it's just gone up by a further 10% from the 1st of May products right across the board so you know that's uh, it just doesn't make sense to me I can't understand why the government would uh, would introduce the levy now at this stage uh, because it got it has to get money to pay for um, the, the, the huge redress scheme that's been brought in and, uh, and that was caused by bad building practices no, excuse me now, we have to be very careful about this, Shane. It was caused by defective concrete products. That's what the levy is called. It's the defective concrete products levy. When builders buy product, whether it be timber or bathroom fittings or concrete blocks or anything, they expect it to be fit for purpose. In this particular case, the concrete blocks weren't fit for purpose. Uh, there were no regulations attaching to them. And whoever was supposed to put those regulations or the manufacturers were deficient in, in the quality of them. So, you know, it's a blunt instrument. <coughs> it's applied, been applied across the country to people who've no fault, good, bad, nor indifferent. And unfortunately, in the current climate, when there's a major viability issue with regard to housing, it's going to add to the cost of housing. Okay, uh, fine. Your members weren't at fault in, in relation to this, but they have been guilty over the years of really sloppy uh, practices that have cost the state hundreds of millions well, of euros. Shane, look, at this, this is the usual blunt instrument I get. I mean, broadcasters have been sloppy individuals as well, of course. Uh, and now... I'm not sure they're been, comparable, Tom. Well, look, at there are uh, bad eggs all of the time. Uh, the government are about to introduce, with the full support of the construction industry and everybody in it, the, this Siri bill, uh, which is going to raise the standards <coughs> and mean that people... Uh, that are involved in construction will have to be um, meet all of the criteria. Uh, so, and that's positive. But you know, this is clearly it's the the uh, defective concrete products levy. It isn't about any other bad practice, and uh, clearly there is a bad problem in Donegal. Largely, it doesn't affect the rest of the country. Where I live down in South Africa, there are three private concrete uh, producers. Largely, they're supplying. Uh, uh, there's a big, a big investment in in offshore or in onshore 
wind in wind turbines. Uh, a wind turbine, each individual wind turbine, takes about a thousand cubic meters of cement. So that's going to cost a lot more now. Uh, agricultural sort of investment in pollution control and so on is going to cost more. And first-time housing is going to cost more as a result. Of how, how much more is it going to cost? Well, initially, the chartered surveyors who the government are quoting in Donegal, uh, you know, are saying that the cost of replacing the houses has gone up sort of 15% since February 22. Um, they estimated at the time when it was 10%, it was going to cost between two and 4,000 euros per uh, typical uh, three-bed semi. Um, uh, clearly, if you have that now and you take out the, um, uh, you take out the precast product out of it, it's going to cost less than that. But it is going to add to the cost. I mean, that's the sad part of it. When we have hyperinflation um, in construction costs right across the board. Uh, the, the SESI... Uh, the said 14.7. The, the Society year. of Chartered Surveyors of Ireland, when it was the 10% levy, on, and, and uh, you, I think you're right to clarify that it's it's going to be 5%, uh, although um, um, the minister didn't specify in the doll yesterday. But they said a 10% levy will add 3 to 4 grand to delivery of the average home. Does that suggest a 5% levy will add... 1500 to 2000 to the price of, yeah, a, of a home? That, that, that would be the obvious take that you would get from. But it is going to add to the cost. There's no question about that. Uh, when we're trying to reduce costs, the government are introducing a levy that's going to add to the cost. And unfortunately, it's going to add to the cost of, of the mica houses that have to be re, redressed and rebuilt as well. Yeah. What should they do? Uh, because, I mean, I think there is an argument that says they, they need to raise money in some way uh, to pay for the, the MICA scheme, although uh, it could also be argued the state's awash with money at the moment. Yeah, well, look at, and I accept that somebody should pay, but it should be the people who caused the problem. Um, you know, there were block manufacturers, um, now whether they built to whatever regulation were there, but I mean, that should be, there were insurers. Uh, normally now, if you're taking out a mortgage, uh, the bank or whatever mortgage provider will go to the nth degree to make sure that the house that you're buying uh, on, uh, with the mortgage is finished to the absolute uh, total standard. So, But it is unfair to have a blunt instrument that applies across the board to every builder in the country. He is going to have to pass it on in turn to all his clients, whether it's first-time buyers, uh, whether it's private industry, uh, whether it's the government uh, for the big infrastructure spend that we're going to do. Uh, but as you said, the government have... Uh, a difficulty at the moment, which they don't normally have, they are awash with money. Yeah. And there's been quite a debate lately as to how to spend the 10 billion surplus that we're going to have uh, this year. And apparently it's going to be 16 billion next year. Uh, but I do accept that there is a massive cost involved in the micro redress scheme. Uh, but I think. But the, not uh, the way, this it, isn't it, the way to do it. I don't think it is. No, particularly when we have a okay. housing crisis. Tom Parland, Director General at the Construction Industry Federation. Thank you for talking to News Talk uh, Breakfast. A blunt instrument, Tom Parland says. Is he right? Do you agree? Uh, what's happens for free to get involved in the conversation? 087 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.